This is The View Beyond Pluto. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz with WKSU's sports commentator, Terry Pluto. So, Terry, uh, the Cavs are, are recognizing players from different eras of the history of this team, the upcoming of the 50th anniversary of the Cavs. And one of them, Mark Price, is going to have a bobblehead. That's mm-hmm. what the fans voted, and he's well, still a fan favorite. Right, for the first, like, 70s, kind of the Cleveland Arena era in that, Austin Carr, Mr. Yeah. Cavalier, got that. Right. So then the next was let's have let's vote on the Richfield era, which actually were some pretty good players. You had Mark Price, you had Brad Doherty, you had Larry Nance. You know, all three of those guys have their numbers retired. Hot Rod Williams, who was a fan favorite with a lot of guys. Ron Harper passed through here. Yeah. Um, you know, Lenny Wilkins uh, was a Hall of Fame coach. I covered the Cavs during that era for the Beacon Journal in Akron. I, that was seven years. I covered them home and away almost all their games. So I thought, you know, it's a good excuse to talk to Mark Price. Fans like Mark Price. So I called him up and said, why do you think it had an appeal? And he, he really did. What, what do you think the appeal was? You know, I don't know. I think there was just such a, a, a moment in time that's just preserved mm-hmm. out there in Richfield. And those were the days that, you know, we have to look back on and they don't exist anymore. Yeah, they don't because, <laughs> well, one, the arena doesn't exist. Exactly. It's gone. Yeah. Secondly, which I don't think we'll ever see again because the arena is now downtown, as Mark Price said to me, he lived in Hudson. Yeah. You know, Larry Nance was the star of that team, lived in Bath. Hot Rod Williams lived in Copley. Craig Elam lived in Fairlawn. Lenny Wilkins, the coach, lived in Fairlawn. As he said, it was almost an all-Summit County team. Right. But Danny Ferry played on that team. He lived in Bath. So they would kind of go to each other's house. It was also a, a very likable group of guys, primarily from small to middle-sized cities in the, in the Midwest or in the South. There wasn't a lot of New York or Philadelphia or Los Angeles guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their problem was they came along at the wrong time. Yeah. Because who was in their way? Michael Jordan. You got it. Yeah. I mean, five times that group was eliminated in the playoffs by Michael Jordan. But Mark Price... I've always maintained was probably the second best player in Cavs history. Well, yeah. who would be first? LeBron James. Right. Kobe Altman, the general manager, said he had an old school coach used to say, players are either, he called them fountains or drains. Mm-hmm. In other words, they kind of make other people better or they suck the life out of a team. Well, we've seen what happened with Kyrie Irving, not just here with the Boston Celtics. Right. Where Mark Price, when he was here, and a lot of those other guys too, they were really... It was teamwork. They played beautiful basketball, uh, Amanda. I realize it was before your time, but you didn't see a lot of the isolation like you do now. It was, it was spacing and ball movement. And mm-hmm. actually, they they shot a fair amount of three-pointers for their era, and that's what, one of the things Mark Price was, was well-known for. He shot close to 40% for his career in threes. Wow. Although Mark and I were talking about this. He got drafted in 1986, mm-hmm. and he goes, 30 years ago. It was 30 years ago. He goes, man, if I played now, he goes, they used to get on me sometimes for taking some of those threes. Now they say, shoot more, shoot more, you know, the obsession with the threes. But we were talking, so why do you think the fans um, do relate to the team at that era? And he goes, well, we were regular guys. He goes, you know, I hadn't thought about this for years, but that playground, Valley Vista, I said, Cuyahoga Falls. Yeah, he goes, yeah, I would go up there with Craig Elo, played on the team, John Bagley. He goes, maybe one or two other guys, and we'd get into games, which is other guys. Yeah. He says, now you never hear that, you know, but it's like in the summer, they go there. He goes, or sometimes I go, like, real late at night, early in the morning, and shoot around. I like the rims there outside. Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was frustrating because it couldn't get by 
the Bulls, but I think that's an, also an example, whether you're talking about Mark, Mark Price, who's four-time All-Star, and there was a five-year period in there where when he played for the Cavs, they won two out of three games, and when he didn't, they won one out of three. They mm. could never find somebody else to, to uh, fill in for him at that key point guard spot. And Price was six foot. You know, he lives in Charlotte now. Last year, he was an assistant coach with the uh, Denver Nuggets. He's been a head coach at UNC Charlotte. He's been an assistant coach on a couple of different NFL, NBA teams. So he's 55 years old, man. I'm sitting there going, I'm getting old. <laughs> oh, yeah, time goes by fast. And it's nice that the fans are going to recognize him because he is. I mean, the jersey's hanging in the rafters. Right. And long, I said, and from three other, and two others from that era, Brad Doherty and also uh, Larry Nance. And I mean, so much of basketball now is one of two things. You take a three-pointer or you drive to the rim and that's it. You throw right. one or two passes, everybody wants to dunk, everybody wants to shoot from half court. Yeah. This is the opposite. Mm. Mark Price bobblehead night, I bet it's a big one for the Cavs. Yeah, Terry, thanks. You're welcome, Amanda. That's The View Beyond Pluto with our sports commentator, Terry Pluto. You can hear him each Wednesday morning on WKSU. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz.